ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive Edinburgh welcome for Johnny and the Baptists! <laughs> Don't get too ready for it, otherwise you'll... Three. Three. Oh, no. All right, let's try, let's try something I new. think I might be far too loud. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think my, mine is as well. God, what a start. Uh, when, I win, when I wake up in the morning and my head is like a stoning, it's, it's alright, all right, cause I'm sitting by the bell. God, that's going to sound horrid. Okay, right. Try again. Okay. Three, two, one. Great. I'm just gonna turn my phone off. <laughs> yeah. See, I might actually, Should I might actually again? keep all. I might, I might keep all of that. I quite enjoyed it all. <laughs> um. Uh, is your phone off now? Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to the toilet? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think doing? I'm really loud. No, it's, you sound you sound good to me. Okay, it's just it's spiking a bit. Okay, well, as long as it's not like crashing into the top of it. It's crashing into the top of it sometimes. Okay, well I'll I'll just deal with that. <laughs> well, we're both very giggly today. How are you? you? I'm all right. How are you feeling? How was your sleep? Oh, l- l- not not good. I think I'm really I'm really tired, but I'm in I'm in quite a a chipper mood. Did you not sleep of... well? No. Um, but I think I'm I'm getting back to it. Um, you know, I'm I I I'm finding I'm finding my rhythm again. But last night was was a was a blip. I oh, really I'm sorry. I slept That's really okay. badly last night. It was Maybe, very hot. It was very hot, and we were on the phone all night. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, as you um, you're in the office today. I'm in the office. Um, yeah. which is lovely. I'm away from. Others, there's no one else here in the whole mm. building. Wow, um, which is interesting. You mentioned last time that um, the only other person that you'd ever seen going in or out of the office was the the janitor who mm. who had, who'd stopped it. Is there is there like a blackboard there or something that you could start leaving parts of equations on, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we could maybe we could make something out of this. Um, yeah, I mean. I appreciate the fact that you've never really been in an office. <laughs> so, the office blackboard, you know, where everyone, everyone, you know, they've all got their own chalk. There isn't an office blackboard uh, because this isn't a 1980s American high school. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, um, no, I mean, the, it's, it's lots of sort of units within yeah. a big kind of warehousey style building. And in the very centre is like... There's like a reception desk, and then there's a little kitchen. There's um, toilets. Oh, and there's actually a shower cubicle. Oh wow! So you could you could live there if you want. Yeah, I I mean it would be very bleak. Yeah, you could live there. Sounds to me like you'd have a great life there. <laughs> I think it would be very depressing. Also, I think you couldn't live here because they've got sort of on-site security, so they probably kick you out. Yeah. They probably, and I think you, you know you can't. Oh, that's a shame. I'm sorry about that. Got my hopes up. <laughs> you, you've got a house. <laughs> oh, you got a, yeah, I've uh, got my flat. Got Don't a, worry, mate. Being be, being kicked out soon. Um, yeah. Oh, are you? Yeah. When are you being kicked out of your flat? Well, I mean, the plan was always for them to sell it uh, 
around now, and obviously they can't. So when when all this is said and done. Oh great! Um, so as soon as this bit of uh... yeah, this as soon as this really hard bit's over, there'll be a new a new bit. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going to go to? I'm not sure yet. Um, well, the world's my oyster, Johnny. Uh, or, at least, or at least East London. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'll, I, I, I'm going to look that I'll lend them my feet, Johnny. I'll lend them my feet. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'm, like, I'm just like a cat. Yeah, I've only used <laughs> 10 of the lives. How many have they got? Yeah. Um, I think, no, I don't, I'm going to have a, I'll have a look around, see what I can afford. Um, oh. <laughs> Do you nah, want to come and right. live at Tracy's office? <laughs> I was I was thinking actually, you know, if you could if you could install if you could install a little a little bed that comes down from the wall. Remember that like they used to have in American motel movies. That's what I'd quite like. Oh, why is everything I want shit? I don't know. <laughs> how um how are you generally? Are you alright? Yeah, I think I've been a bit funny recently. I'm still doing my I'm still doing my lock picking. That's good. I was telling you about that yesterday. <laughs> I'm sort of quite um, excited by that. Yeah, it's a good. I think it's opening a new. Well, literally. Ah, here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> um, like it's. I, I think if I can start learning how to work with very small, like fiddly things, then I can start looking like then I can look at watches and clocks, and then I could probably do stuff on my guitar a bit better, and I could. I think it's the sort of thing that I am quite good at. Yeah, I think I'm you quite... should. I don't think you should look at it as the stepping stone to anything. You should, it should be an, an end in itself. It should be what you know, like it's a hobby rather than yeah. You're learning. I mean, I don't think you're going to become a professional lock picker. No, I mean I shouldn't either. No, because <laughs> like... that is a dangerous yeah job. But yeah, sometimes you're, you're right. Actually, maybe I should just let it be what it is. I think I'm constantly trying to find. Mm. A use for the things that make me feel better so that I feel like I can justify them because I sometimes feel like because it's beneficial for my mental health isn't good enough a justification yeah and it is it really is um, yeah there's a wonderful BBC documentary at the moment Tony Slattery oh yeah everyone's um, talking about it at the moment and I can't bring myself to watch it it's a hard watch not yet um, it's Tony Slattery um, it's called what's wrong with Tony Slattery and it's him and his his extremely loving and loyal partner, yeah, um, who's been by his side for thirty years, and they really have been. I mean, they they really have gone sort of from riches to rags. They, mm. um, Tony blew all his vast amounts of money that he was making in the eighties. They live in a rented, two up, two down, very shabby little place uh, at the at the very end of the um, Piccadilly line somewhere, it seems. Um, Cockfosters. I assume. Uh, just yeah. like, I know it, it says they live at the end of the tube line and uh, you see them on the Piccadilly line later. So that, I've just made that assumption. But I know they live quite far out, but sort of in, mm. in, in the London environs that they're renting it. They don't have a great deal. Not, not that money is that important. It's just... Um, when you compare him, Stephen Fry makes an appearance in it, and you sort of think mm. um, there's a real this sort of you know multi multi millionaire who had was on the same career path. Um, I don't know why I'm sort of fascinated by the financial economic aspect of that one. I'm not really someone who cares very much about money. I think what what I really I love Tony Slattery, and I loved that documentary. I found it so uh, 
incredibly sad and very, very beautiful. Um, yeah. And I want him to be doing better, and part of my brain thinks he'd be happier if he had more stuff. But he did have more stuff, and he wasn't happier, so maybe that shows that that's bollocks. The one yeah. thing I would say is this, and this bothered me. Stephen Fry's appearance in it, he appears briefly um, mm. and says it's so lovely to see him. And that whole scene feels really, I don't know, I, 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 don't, I, I don't want to say anything too unkind about Mr. Fry, but it does feel really like... It doesn't feel like they've massively stayed in touch. <laughs> it doesn't feel... Right. Um, it, I just think Stephen Fry seems a bit smug and self-satisfied. And I think what really got to me was both of them have some form of bipolar disorder. Both. Yeah, that them, was what I was going to ask next. Is, is do you... Well, it's about investigating what's wrong with Tony and what's caused it. And there's lots of... and I'll, we'll, We can either go into that or just let people watch it. But yeah. um, both of them have some sort of bipolar disorder. Both of them suffered from severe mental health problems. And Stephen Fry has kept such a, a lid on his hugely successful career. And right. Tony Slattery's has gone entire entire life has gone off the rails and you can't help but feel or maybe this is me i couldn't help but feel stephen fry is um you know kind of trad old he would say he's upper middle class i would say he's upper class because i mean he's um from a family with servants uh who Yowzers, went okay. to private school and um and then to Cambridge. It feels like one of them is from the establishment, and Tony's from the working classes. Uh, that They both go to Cambridge at the same time. They both have this extraordinary talent. They both have, are sort of tormented by demons. The one from the establishment goes on to be a national treasure and an enormous success despite his demons. The one uh, who is from very little goes back to very little. And I can't help but feel like the whole thing was a... I couldn't help but look at that and feel like that would that really said something about the class system and about Britain. Um, mm. That you you are you are so fortunate if you come from a position of privilege and you can survive most things. Mm. Uh, and if you're not, uh, then when you get derailed, where will you? get derailed uh, I, I know that's not what the show is about the show is about Tony trying to find out if he's bipolar or whether his problems are caused by his addictions or whether they were caused and they talk some frank detail about childhood abuse and mm. they are two different people Fry and Slattery and I shouldn't really compare them and maybe it's trite of me to sort of link them and uh, people will say well I'm just banging that drum because that's my politics but I couldn't help but feel that and feel terrifically sad I'm sure Tony Slattery wouldn't say that at all because he's far too extremely, unbelievably nice. But I right. urge you to watch it. It is. I will. I will do. Show. I will because it sound. It, it does. It sounds fascinating, and I need to. Um, I, I I need to I need to prepare with stuff like that. Not in a genuine like you know sit down and study it, but like I'm normally pretty good at. I, it sounds like such an odd thing to say on a podcast about promoting good mental health, but I'm very good at hiding my emotions. I'm fantastically good at lying about them. And I think I can watch... I can often say that things don't affect me like mm. that. 
and then they really will and I won't talk to anyone about it um, and so it, I I think with something like that I just it's not even like oh I need to sit oh I've got to be ready for this it's like I've just got to be in the right right frame of mind and probably got to be watching it with someone which isn't uh, 100% necessary but I think I'd like that um, yeah and I think it's important that you go in knowing the the things that and you're prepared you don't want to be sort of overwhelmed by it mm. you are good at hiding how bad you're feeling not from me uh but i <laughs> think that's no. because you don't bother anymore well no i mean any point no that exactly it's actually there is there's very little benefit unless unless you've pissed me off and i've weighed up the options and gone actually it's best if i let this go and i'm just angry about it for an hour when have i ever pissed you off oh never (laughs) (laughs) never like you know what i mean it's like you're right i don't i don't need to lie to you about those sorts of things and um but in day-to-day life you know but because you and i we spend all our time together and have to do everything together and we we talk and we do all that like it would be it would be kind of bonkers for us to lie about our emotions because it would make not only our lives more difficult but the other one's lives more difficult and if you really care about something you don't you don't want that for someone unless you know i guess i can understand why people do hide stuff from those names and dearest to them sometimes but i i suppose and i think it would be easier to hide how i'm feeling from you if our lives our working lives had more of a sort of rhythm and uh, by mm. rhythm I mean sort of um, a structure to them. That no, wasn't. I totally get what you're saying. Yes. So if we work together at um, Johnny the Baptist Inc. Um, yeah. Making ink. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to the ink offices at 9.30. What time do people yeah. start? Nine, it's 9.95. Yeah, yeah, it's 9-ish, nine. yeah. And then we left at 5.30 and we, we would every Thursday have a glass of wine at Chico's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apart from that, our lives were separate. Then perhaps yeah. it would be a lot easier. But y- you and I w- will often go off on tour together for six days and uh, not see anyone else that we really know during that period, yeah. and then come home and not see each other for three days and go off and do that again. So I suppose that's that sums up why that's so. Yeah, that, that's you're so right because you see each other whilst whether it's beknownst to us or not you see each other whilst your defenses are up and whilst your defenses are down yeah. and you could catch each other at any of those moments and unless you want to spend you're you're right weeks on end you know pretending everything's fine it's sort of impossible to hide it I think that's right um and maybe it's that maybe it's that um exposure to one another that means that I no longer bother with it, <laughs> but still in day, still in day to day life though, I, I, I do it, do well, it an awful I, lot. I wonder. Here's a theory, and I don't yeah. know if I, I'm going to say this aloud, and then we can decide whether or not it's bollocks. Mm-hmm. Um, when you is showing your true emotional self not unlike mm. being naked, insofar as once you've done it once. Mm. Anyone who's seen you naked, right? Yeah. Once they've seen you naked... They want to see it again. Well, I mean, it's sort of a free-for-all, isn't it? I sort of find... Like, anyone... Like, once I've... once If I'm in a relationship with somebody, and once we've seen each other naked, that's it. Mm. There's no more pretense. Don't need to bother. I'm not saying I just... You know, but, like, you, there's no longer any sort of sense of uh, that being something you need to hide. 
And I wonder if the same is true is once you've opened up your emotional self to somebody, it's sort of there. Um, it's no longer a secret. Do you think that's accurate, or do you think that's? I think nonsense? that's. I think no. I think that's 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 got more legs than you think it does. I think that the key thing you've got to differentiate, though, is the choice to let someone see you naked. If you see someone naked by accident, if anything, much like okay. seeing someone like uh, having a, a bit of a, a, breakdown a breakdown when they really yeah, didn't sure. want you to see it, they could, if anything, be more defensive towards you. Because, like, in the same way that if you walked in on one of your mates who really didn't want you to see them naked and they were naked, they might then be weird about it for a while. I understand. So it's the choice. So if I choose to walk around naked, or yeah. if I choose to show you all of my vulnerabilities, yes, once totally. I've chosen to do those things, they're kind of in the open and it's no longer... It's, there's no longer the same barrier. Yeah, because I know that you've made that choice and you're that comfortable with me. That's interesting. And I, and I think that... Assuming I don't, or, or one doesn't react like, oh God, you know, then, then yeah, it's sort of, it's like, yeah. you've, you've made, you've, you've held your hand out and the other person's taken it. Like it's, yeah, I think it is a much better metaphor than you give yourself credit for there. Well, I wasn't fishing, but I'll take the compliment. Yeah, fair enough. You're a good fisherman. <laughs> um, can I say one thing that's been bothering me this week that I think I need to talk about? A friend uh, yeah, of mine sure. listened to the show. Two friends of mine. Okay. They're, they're a couple. They listened to the show and they laughed. I think kindly, but it's been bothering me. That they were sort of saying, you're very serious in the show, aren't you? And I said, well, that's sort of the, the tone of it, is to be upfront about mental health rather than as glib as... Mm. Um, as it is easy to be, or certainly as I used to be. Sure. Um, and they were like, yes, you're sort of doing a teacher voice. Um, and I sort of thought, gosh, is that true? And then we talked about it more and they were like, well, you know how in real life you're very silly and you sort mm. of, you know, you make silly jokes all the time and you say, Johnny, which I do do. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, it sort of made me think, am I being dishonest uh, in this show? Because I'm not being, you know, in, in, I am, I, I think you and I both, this is how I talk. Uh, yeah. But also there are times, especially when I'm with friends and having fun, I'm much more big and silly than the tone in this show. But I thought about it a lot. And I think I am just both of those things. Yeah, Rather those than, things can coexist entirely. Yeah, I think it just really stung because it made it feel very much like I was being dishonest or I was being un... Uh, or something, and I was just trying to... I've been trying to rack my head around it and feel better about it because it was... It, it, uh, I don't think I'm being dishonest in this show. I don't think I'm being... I think this is who I am. Yes, um, but that doesn't mean you're not the other thing. But I think my mood can also be very silly and flippant and fun. But yeah. that which I think I do on stage with you in front of an audience all the time. Yeah, or like, or at the pub, or oh, yeah. in a certain situation. Like you'll just you can move between modes. If we only had one mode, we'd be fucking bollocks, okay. wouldn't we? So it's okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. I think I just feel a bit. I was just a bit taken aback 
Um, no, it's fine. I mean, I, 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 I can understand why someone would pick pick one of us up on that sort of thing. I get, I get the same thing about whenever I, especially whenever like I do an interview about something, and more often than not, it'll be about the interaction between comedy and mental health. Mm. And so I go, okay, I'm going to talk a bit seriously now. And the first thing your friends will mention when they listen to it is they'll go like, oh, it's so weird hearing you on the radio doing that. God, it all sounded a bit, you know, it's all a bit, oh, it's all a bit serious, isn't it? And it's like, well, yeah, I can be both things. Like, (laughs) I know that I, like, have a big grin and a hat or whatever, but, like, I'm also perfectly good at being a a serious person as well because I, I have to have both those modes. Otherwise, how would I cope? I mean, yeah. And also, it's like a, it's like a classic example of like people saying using comedy as a defense mechanism and like blah 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 blah. And I think there is some truth in that. But also, you can switch you can switch between them to cope with your emotions and work out when you're up for talking about something and when you're not. Um, and both of those things are okay. It's like you know, if it it wouldn't it, it, think about how crazy this would sound mm. if. Um, you were at the pub with a bunch of your friends and you were, oh, you know, and it, it was a really good night and you stayed up really late and you were all getting really pissed or whatever. And then the next day in the morning, you're with your toddler and uh, and let's say uh, Josie's out and uh, the, the post is late and so you haven't <laughs> got the, the food or whatever. And those same mates show up at your house. Can you imagine if they were like, why? But you know the weird thing about seeing you at your house is you're so tired. You're normally so awake. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's true. I think I just feel a very strange feeling, and perhaps this is because of the lockdown. Mm. Um, that this I feel I am quite silly as a person quite a lot of the time, and I um, I think it's it's definitely driving Josie crazy. Because right. I'll do things, you know, like she'll ask me a question and I'll do an impression of a dog rather than yeah. answer. Yeah, I remember yeah. that bit. Yeah, yeah it's um, very funny. And she'll be like, great, that's that's great. But, I mean, please. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I do... An, an, <laughs> so I think I'm just trying to temper two sides of myself. I think, I think really what it boils down to, isn't it, is that we are in... We are nine or ten weeks or eight weeks or something. We're incredibly long into a lockdown. Yeah, stop counting. Uh, so much so that we've stopped counting. And yet, yeah. it's still mm. really hard, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's so hard. <laughs> it, like, <laughs> you're, you're so right. And even, even the attitudes towards people that you aren't personally locked down with, I think... It's it's I now have a very particular relationship with my housemates, but even when when I talk on the phone with other friends that are in lockdown, there's a new way of interacting now, mm. and it'll be good to re- remember that and have the hindsight on that, and hopefully, you know, still be able to regain all of our social skills that we once had that mine have seemed to have gone, <laughs> with the exception of talking to like you and my flatmates. But like I'm definitely doing, even though Benny and I aren't locked down together, I'm definitely doing things that annoy her. Like, mm. like it's it's uh, like my my favorite. Uh, I don't intend to do it, but my favorite game at the moment is whenever she sings along to a song uh, or asks if I've heard of the song. I always pretend I've heard of it, and then I try and sing along, sure. but like a quarter of a beat behind, yeah, singing a different song. <laughs> and I think that's really funny. So do I. And uh, but, yeah, exactly. Um, but I can but see how sort of... it might. <laughs> It's... Even though she's not locked in a house with me, even over the phone, I can tell it's annoying. <laughs> well, I remember at one point Josie, I was talking. I was, Josie was asking me questions, and I was answering. Yeah. 
I was answering. I was genuinely answering the questions, but I was doing it through the medium of a stuffed toy with a particular accent. Mm. <laughs> and she just went, "Are you trying to exhaust me?" <laughs> That's such a good phrase. And I realised, I don't know. I think. I wonder if what I've realised is, um, going on stage and having an audience and an outlet. Yeah might be really important for not for me but for the people around me <laughs> yeah, well yeah absolutely it's I I, I I completely agree I think it's one it's something that's interesting if you look at this podcast as well and and maybe maybe I see more of this because I uh, I do the edits on it I don't have to edit very much on this podcast okay. but you can sometimes tell at the top like sometimes I cut about a minute at the top because we're both performing. We're like, hey, this uh, is our outlet yeah, to course, our audience. Yeah, yeah. And you can hear that like that. And sometimes I leave it in because it's like, well, it's at the fun. end of the day, a lot of a lot of these people have seen us live and really enjoyed that or we want to have a bit of fun. But sometimes it's like, okay, let's get that out of the way so that we can then both feel relaxed enough to have a have a conversation. And I think both of those things are fine. Whether I cut it or not, it's totally fine. But sometimes I make that decision mm. because... And it's especially on the days where you can tell we haven't talked to anyone else. Well, I think uh, what was what I found really interesting, uh, the very first episode we did, we recorded mm. but knew we weren't going to put out because we were just trying to work out what the tone yeah. was. We had the idea that for the first Patreon episode on the Saturday, we would release that, or we'd release the best bits of that as a freebie. Mm. And we listened back and there weren't any best bits because no. it just didn't seem... Like we'd worked out what we were doing, so even though the stuff was a bit interesting, the tone mm. was very, you know, this morning with yes, Phyllis and Fern. Um, well, podcasts got to work Fern's out any left. show anyway. Um, yeah, it's the same with every. It's it's a shame that every first episode of a podcast is the first episode mm. of the podcast because. Uh, you know, you can listen to this in any order, but at the end of the day, if someone says, "Oh, you've got this thing," you'll go, "Yeah, it's called this," and they'll go to episode one, and. It's it's often a good idea to get rid of that because uh, I've been doing... Well, we've both been doing podcasts for years and years and years and years and years now. And the first episode of anything is always shit. It's like the first draft of a script. Sure. Because even if you know all of the pitfalls that you've got to avoid, you still are going to sit down and be like... Hi there, and welcome to the um, uh, the Johnny and the Baptist uh, radio <laughs> podcast health show. You know, and you, you'll yeah, make all the same gags that every other podcast true. makes about podcasting, and you make all that. And it's like, uh, I've I tried, to, I don't know, I try to have avoid I been that whenever I start for years. What have I done? I suppose you haven't really. You did Johnny and Josie having a baby with you. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and you've that. been on, you, I and mean, you've definitely been on stuff that we've been interviewed on. Oh yeah. Whereas I've been you've doing, been making, I've done a lot more one-on-one podcasts you've been making shows for a long time yes yeah and that's why that's why i edit them and Mm. stuff like that because i kind of enjoy it also you know how to and i think we should never underestimate the extent to which i don't no i mean that (laughs) yeah we need to we we just yeah i mean there's you couldn't do that i know you could learn this you shouldn't i won't Oh, also, only one of us needs to know how to do it. Learn something else. Although so I did learn worry, something I can't do. So over the weekend, I think it's okay to say this, over the weekend your partner was a bit unwell and you weren't yeah. sure you were going to be available. And I said, don't yeah. worry, I'll either do one solo or we could interview or just chat to a friend who likes the show. Mm. And I suggested our friend uh, Reese Morgan, 
who yeah. listens in and someone we love is it turns out it's actually called Reese Jones. I found a bit. Yeah, I found a bit galling. Um, <laughs> but a, a person w- w- we adore them and uh, and we hang out with them a lot. Uh, and when I was in Oxford, uh, they came over with um, uh, the, the, their partner and, and I, just a, a really good friend and a really good person. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> I thought, great, we'll record something. And then I thought, well, I don't know how to. Uh, yes, I sort of thought that when you said, don't worry, I've got it covered. Uh, you can just, you know, if you need to take a couple of days, like, yeah. no worries. I was like, yeah, thanks, man. And then I thought, well, I'm still going to have to go and set up the fucking mic. Well, then I, I sort like, of went, I, I, I know, I'll, I'll upload it. No, I don't know how to do that. Okay, well, then I'll just record it. Well, I don't know how to do that. Well, I'll I'll ring Reese. Well, I don't know how to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so that didn't happen. We've never oh. managed to get guests on. We've talked about it a lot. Well, we've always see, fallen at the last hurdle of actually We've always fallen at the last hurdle. Because it, be, it would be so lovely... But my, I'm always, and I think we will do it, but I'm always worried that it's, even if that person's really good with computers, suddenly I've got three feeds to deal with true. and I've got to work out how that works. And then I've got to work out if our synchronization still works, like our little clapping thing or whether I need more people, like another thing. Oh, I don't right. know. I'm sure I could work. It. Yeah, but it'd be, it'd be fun, wouldn't it? I think it would be good to have... River or Reese or James or any, any any number of people really would be would be delightful. Um, Let's leave it at that for today. Um, this has yeah. been quite long. You are doing very well, and I'm proud of you. Um, well, thank you. Separately, if you enjoy the show, uh, you could support us on Patreon.com forward slash Johnny and the Baptists. Um, there are lots of options, £5 a month all the way up to £20 a month, I think. Um, 25. 25. Or you put in a custom amount. I thought we should put in a tier that's 800 quid, and just to see. Do we see if one person did it? Yeah. I don't know. Would you want to be that beholden to one person? Well, I don't know. Maybe they'd... <laughs> maybe they'd... I don't know. Maybe they'd write it into their will or something. I... It, Right. Wouldn't that be a lump sum? Look, look the whole point is, is that anyway, at the yeah, moment okay, it goes fine. up to 25 and I don't think really, I don't think any more would be, I, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> you can buy us a coffee, ko-fi.com forward slash Baptists. Yes. Um, or if you don't have the financial wherewithal to do that, and wow, we understand that. Um, yeah. You could support us in another way by uh, tweeting about the show, by Instagramming your likes, by putting on uh, InDesign or UFace that you like it. You could, you could say how much you're a fan of the show on LinkedIn or Bebo. Um, yeah. <laughs> we would be <laughs> over the moon if you shared it and, and helped us pick up a couple more listeners. Uh, you could write That'd a review for us on um, WhatsApp.web or <laughs> yeah. HMRC.gov. It's yeah. um, <laughs> it's it's been a pleasure talking to you, Pads, as it always is. Yeah, likewise, Johnny. It was really it was really lovely today. Um, and uh, I meant to I say hope... happy birthday, right? Yeah. Come on, no. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be awful? Oh, wouldn't mate, that be awful? God, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? And yeah, yeah. sorry about last week again. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Oh, oh, all right, man. I nice love one, you. Dude. I love you too. Have a nice rest of your day, and I'll I'll speak to you later on. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.